love and radio, you're listening to The Secrets Hotline at 929 Secrets. I'm Nick Vanderkolk. Hello. Things have been a little bit heavy on here for a while, so I thought I'd contribute something a bit lighter. I was in a seminar in college, literature seminar. It was in a small windowless room. Everyone was sitting on single chairs facing each other in like a circle shape. At some point in the class, I sneeze, either into my elbow or into my cupped hands, I don't remember. And then I continue contributing to the discussion or keeping quiet or, or whatever. But however many minutes on it was, I looked down at myself underneath my right shoulder, around my collarbone. On my black t-shirt, there is a fist-sized lump of radioactive green snot that I have spat out onto myself and it could not have been more visible to absolutely everyone in the room. I was wearing a zip-up hoodie. I pulled it up over my face and, and curled my legs towards my body in the chair. I was just so mortified. One time in eighth grade, I sat in Spanish class. I sat all the way in the back corner of the rows of desks and I masturbated to orgasm in the class and nobody noticed. And I think I totally got away with it, but it took me until I was 27 years old to have an orgasm with a sexual partner. I have a secret that I have kept from my husband of 12 years. I don't know if it's normal, but when I dream, I have very vivid dreams. And at least once a month, sometimes weekly, I have dreams so vivid that I orgasm in my sleep. I don't know if this is normal. There's other ladies out there who this happens to. Hey, Secret Hotline. So I live in a beautiful old house that is split up into apartments. Given the nature of shared walls, I occasionally hear my neighbors having sex. And my secret is not that it turns me on or that I feel sad or lonely or like I'm missing out on something when this happens. It's more that I just feel happy for them and I'm kind of glad that they could enjoy a pleasurable moment with someone or with themselves, you know, who knows. It's not even like I listen for very long. I just kind of acknowledge that it's happening and carry on with my day. Sometimes like the sounds that people make are just so interesting and unique. And yeah, anyway, I guess to all of my neighbors, if you ever hear this, just know that I am cheering you on. Carry on. I, my secret is that Ever since I was a child, I was intrigued by dick prints. (laughs) It's weird to say, but honestly, I was. 
that grew into a thing in my adulthood to where it's like I still look at dick prints and stuff like that, but I fantasize about just sucking dick. I know I'm good at it, and sometimes it's like I just want to do it with a nominate partner, but I've never done it. And so my secret is I literally just had my first encounter and I sucked a stranger's dick and I really, really liked it. Now I just kind of feel like I want to do it more often. <laughs> like the porn that I like to watch is like glory holes and all that type of stuff. And I just don't want to become that person. But at the same time, I just like, I really enjoyed it. Hi, Secret Hotline. I'm not going to tell you my name, but I am going to tell you a secret. And that secret is that I carry such an enormous amount of shame with me about this part of me that feels like the most important thing, right? This is the place where art would come from, were I to be brave enough to make it. This is the place where my best conversations with people who are trusted come from. And it's out there, you know, I feel like there is a kind of wild energy that doesn't manifest itself in my life because I'm deeply ashamed of it. And I feel like when I do make art, it comes out in this very unprocessed way that's too much, too soon, too fast, too everything. And every time I share art that I make, it comes with this overwhelming hangover, this like shame hangover, and usually results in me deleting or wiping clean somehow because the thought of it being out there is just more than I can take. Um, this actually isn't the secret I was planning on sharing <laughs> while I was hearing the voicemail message. I kind of took a left turn, but it is sort of adjacent to what I was planning on saying, which is that I realized this morning that despite the fact that the thought of people who I love dying fills me with a lot of dread and pain, there is another part of me that feels like, okay, well, when this person dies, at least this shameful secret about me that they carry will be gone forever. Almost like that's the only thing that will wipe clean these feelings that, that I have. There was someone who died very young, and I felt that they saw me in a moment that fills me with a ton of regret. And despite the fact that it was shocking to hear that he had died, there was also a part of me that felt relieved because I felt like my secret could finally be laid to rest. Hello. Um, I have never told anyone this before, but... When I was 16 years old, I was at summer camp and I was doing like a five day hike with a bunch of other teenagers and some camp counselors that couldn't have been much older than me. And um, I was just having a really bad time. I wasn't feeling good. I think I was feeling like a little bit of social rejection. And so my move was to completely fake like a severe heat stroke episode 
And I committed to the bit and I pretended to pass out and everything and I was uh, flown out on a helicopter. I'm never gonna tell anyone else that. I'm taking it to the grave except for right now where I'm taking it to the podcast. Hi, Secrets Hotline. My secret is that I had lied about being sober for about two and a half years um, since I got out of rehab about three years ago, um, when in reality I was using methamphetamines daily that entire time. Um, I, I lied to my parents, my family, friends, my fiance never knew. I actually, during this time, I graduated, I got my bachelor's degree from college, I got a full-time job working for the federal government, I bought a house, and this whole time I was using meth on a daily basis. Um, And if anybody knew, they never said anything to me. Uh, But good news is I actually did quit for real about six months ago. Um, And the only reason I quit was because my dealer got federally indicted, so I didn't have access to it anymore. Thanks for listening. When I was a little boy in elementary school, sometimes I would get erections at inopportune moments. I was really embarrassed about this and would have dread of having to get called up in front of the class or something. So I created a hack for myself It was a song that I would sing to myself, and it went like this. (laughs) It it went... uh, It would would go, penis go down, I love you. Penis go down or I'll cut you off. And um, if you sing it with conviction, it works. It may come at a price later on in your life, but it really helped me out in elementary school in a pinch. So I thank you for listening. Penis go down, yes, I love you. Penis go down, or I'll cut you. down or I'll cut you off. Penis go down, yes I love you. Penis go down or I'll cut you off. Penis go down, yes I love you. Penis go down or I'll cut you I'll cut you off. That's it for the Secrets Hotline for now. 
Of course, if you have a secret you want to share, the number, as always, is 1-929-SECRETS, or you can record online at secretshotline.org. If you change your mind for whatever reason, just call back within 24 hours, and I won't publish your call. If you can, find a quiet place to record, and don't use a speakerphone or hands-free device. The quality of the call is much better when you don't. This episode featured the music of Mini Componente, Esmeralda, Zoroshi, and Darren McClure. I have links for you in the show notes. The Penis Go Down song was arranged and performed by Noam Osmond. Our end theme is by Stephen Jackson. The Secret Hotline is a labor of love and radio and made possible thanks to our supporters on Patreon. Thank you. If you want to help keep the show going and get access to special ad-free extended episodes with extra secrets, you can become a member too at loveandradio.org slash member. Or if you listen on Apple Podcasts, just subscribe right in the app. I'm Nicholas Sardine, Punch Punch Vanderkolk. Thanks for listening.